Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Monday. It is seven o'clock. It is game time for the Warriors, but even better than that, it's game face podcast time. This podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. We are part of the Believe Network. I am here again tonight to just just get into all things sports. We got basketball, baseball. We got football stuff. Really basketball, baseball mainly. But y'all know me. I'm your host, Matt Wise, along with my boy, Alberto Lua. And I'm telling you, we have a special show tonight because not only have the NBA playoffs kicked off, not only has MLB started, we got we got ourselves an OG tonight on this podcast. We got ourselves a legend tonight on this podcast. And you may know him. You may the voice may sound very, very familiar to you. Uh, the name will definitely ring some bells. But I just uh, I'm I'm excited to have my boy. We've been trying to get this together. Richard the Razor Ewing in the house tonight. What's up, dog? Hey, you know what? An intro like that, man. You, you, if you're sitting here, you have to be glad to be here. Okay, that was an excellent intro. Um, it's, it's. I'm glad you were able to, to get me on, and we finally get this done. Um, I'm just, you know, delighted to be here. Thanks for having me, and uh, let's get the show on the road. Yes, sir. Yeah, it, 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 it's been. I know it's been killing you to not talk sports on a weekly basis in this forum that we've been doing uh, for the last year or so together. I know it's been killing you because you hit me up. You got all this sports stuff that you're, that's exciting you. And so I'm excited to have you on the show. I know Alberto is, we've been talking about it. Big rich man. It's an honor, man. I've seen your podcast with Matt and I'm like, that's the razor right there, baby. You know, (laughs) I'm glad to have you on board, man. Well, I tell you something, Alberto, he's been filling me in. And from what I understand, you, you, you kind of, you back, you backing up the train pretty good here, man. Like, you've been, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm trying, but I got some big shoes to fill, brother. Let me tell you. Nah. Big shoes and a big hat, like a Bruce Bochy <laughs> size hat. You got to fill, Alberto. That's That may be the biggest challenge. Yeah. Because hmm. all them brains in there, man. My man knows sports, so he's going to throw it down for us tonight. But before we get into it, you knows we got to pay some little bills. Um, you can't move any further. And this show is presented and brought to you solely by Bet Online. They are our partners. They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and all sports info. If you need some info on sports, go to Bet Online. They got it for you. Find all the latest sports developments, including the game being rained out for the Giants tonight against the New York Mets. They have the updated odds on the NBA playoffs some fights that may be coming up, even next season's future bets. And do not forget, MLB is back. Just like the Razor is back in the house tonight, the MLB is back. Who are you picking to win the World Series? I don't know, but I'm going to figure out who I'm picking. I'm going to stick with my Giants, I think. We're going to back up a 107-win season. This year, we are not going may not get 107 wins, but we're going to the playoffs, and we're going to get a World Series this year. That's where I'm going to go put my money over on Bet Online if mm. I had a little bit of money. 
Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It doesn't get any better, and it's super easy to get started. You just head on over to the website today. Use your mobile device even if you have to. Join and use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. And receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. It's where the game starts. It's where this podcast starts. Not only is that where this podcast starts, we start right here with the Golden State Warriors. Rich, I'm I'm Razor. I'm dying to know after that first game. How you feeling, man? How you feeling? Well, you know, I'm actually feeling pretty good with where we're at. I mean, because you know. I've spoken to a couple of local, you know, radio aficionados and guys that cover Bears sports. And in the beginning of the season, they kind of had the dubs, you know, because they were basically trying to figure out, you know, what would they be seated if the playoffs start? So um, at the beginning of the season, some of these local guys had them like six or nine. And I personally had them at least at number four. Because I kind of felt like, you know what? You guys are overlooking some very serious key points. For instance, uh, you know, the return of Clay Thompson, which is huge. Um, you also have Steph, going to be Steph, all right? And then you also have the emergence of Jordan Poole, okay? And the kid, Kaminga. I mean, it just, it looks like, you know, basically that they got, you know, it's really some, some grease in the wheels here. And I think that, that to get them lower, you know, or out of the top 10, I think this people are just overlooking a lot of key features of what this team can be. No, and, and I agree because uh, before the season started, like you said, people didn't have them that high, but they started playing and man, they were hitting all cylinders. And I got fortunate. There's a couple injuries that happened to the team, um, especially when Draymond went down, man, that was a big hit because it just seemed they were what top five defensive wise. And once Draymond went down, man, they fell to, like, what, 20th or something? Yeah. Um, but, man, this past game, game one, man, I was stoked. I was excited. Jordan Poole, man, there was a pool party going front and center for everyone to see. And he's – he's man, he made his announcement. This guy is going to be one of the elite players. But I need, I need Jordan Poole to come out and have another game like this. And it's funny, though, because, um, you know, Steph Curry came off that injury. And um, – he was such a team player, right? He's like, you know what? Let this kid start. Let me, you know, get some minutes in there just to get my feet under him. And he looked a little rusty. Uh, but, man, Jordan Poole, man, he put on a show. I was super stoked. And I'm excited about this second game. And, and, and you know, you got to announce your, 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 your freaking that you're here in the league. So you, I, gotta, I need a follow-up game from Jordan Poole to come out and, and show that he's for the real deal. I, I, I don't think, listen, I think dude's the real deal. I think he's going to come out and be just fine tonight. Uh, they haven't started out great. I'll be honest with you, but it don't matter. I, I will give props to the razor because we did. I did. I was one of the ones that said, I wouldn't be surprised if the warriors fall into the six, seven, eight territory. Okay. Um, and I remember when razor on this show said, Man, they're going to finish 3-4. Like, they're going to be up there. They're going to be better than a lot of people thought. And beginning of the season, they came out the gates in fuego. I mean, they were on fire. And really, and I remember everybody saying, 
they're on fire now. Just wait until Clay comes back. Wait till Wiseman comes back. Wait till they have their full complement of players. And that got people even more excited for what this team could be. And to be honest, as soon as Clay came back, they kind of started falling off. And not because of Clay solely, but because of injuries. Like Berto said, uh, you know, you had Dre go down. And then when Dre came back, you had Steph go out with the ankle. Like there was a lot of things that happened, you know, throughout the, the half, back half of the season to where there's some serious excitement right now around this team that we haven't had in a few months because of all the injuries, you know, Steph did not look great uh, in the game one uh, against Denver. Uh, He looked out of rhythm. His ball handling wasn't quite there. He didn't look like he had his legs. Everything was short, Um, but you know what? He figured it out. He ended the game with, I think, 19, 20 points, something like that. I mean, he ended the game respectable, but you're right. Jordan Poole, uh, he, he kind of, he made a statement like, Hey man, I can, I can be the guy. The scary thing is, is there enough room for that many guys in the locker room? Are they going to be able to keep them? Um, But those are good problems to have. Well, I think also, I think also to your point, that's probably the biggest question, but I, I personally look at it and I see really that not being a problem. Okay. Because one of the things that, you know, Kerr has, has, brought to this franchise and to the culture of the franchise is unselfishness. That's it. And so if they continue to utilize that culture, okay, guys will step up when they need to step up and they'll sit down when they need to sit down. Case in point. Yeah, but those guys that like they're getting paid though, right? Like, I mean, yeah, they're, oh, yeah, playing, they're, like, they're, they're still, playing they're still getting, they all know who the man yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're all the making thing. money. Yeah, they're all making money. And, and to your point, it's like, look, just because you come off the bench, it doesn't mean they're going to pay you less, okay? It just means that you don't have, you know, the featuring role that you maybe had or maybe not have. Steph's getting paid, still getting paid ducks, even if he comes off the bench. That's not going to change. So so my whole point is – Would to, Steph to, do that? Do you think Steph would do that? He just did it last night? No, I know he did, but he's coming off injury. Now, fully healthy, does he go later in his career, go maybe, you know what? I like that rotation. Let these young bucks start this game out. Let me come in well, and take over. If it's, but if would it's you ever looking, see Steph do Alberto's like, no way. Steph would never. <laughs> if, he, I mean, if that man's fully healthy and he's 100%, you, you got to play. Steph Curry's got to start. He's got to be in the lineup. But the only thing I do see that if there is a man that's a man not out in this team, it could be Wiggins. Now, Wiggins, at some point, I feel like he might get traded enough to make room. Yeah, Alberto, Alberto, you're going to get him upset by saying that. <laughs> no, but listen, you got, you, got to, you got to pay JP, right? He's going he's gonna to be coming up for a contract. And, and I don't know, you would love to keep everyone that's there, but if there is a man, I'm not saying it will, but if there's one man that might be odd out, it could be Wiggins in order to keep, clear some cap space to keep JP and pay that man. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, like like the famous saying, you got to pay that man his money. That man his money. You've got to pay that man his money. Um, th- let's talk about this series. I mean, Denver. Uh, it's uh, you know, it's big. You big men like big men kind of worry me, right? You got the Joker. Uh, that that can be worrisome. Now they held him in check last game. 
Uh, he looked, they looked like they, the Warriors beat him down. He looked tired, man. Like, yeah, he I mean, he was, he, he was still making his shots and they looked effortless and he was doing what he does, but he looked overwhelmed and tired. Like he needed help. Uh, wh- what did you see Razor? Well, you know, to your point, I think you're right. But I also think the other thing that the Warriors successfully did in that game is they didn't really body him too much, but they surrounded him. See, they surrounded him a lot. Okay. They always, he always had somebody in his face or somebody at his back. You know what I mean? And so because of that, it disrupted his ability to use his leg work. And it also made him second guess past certain passes. I saw at least three different passes he could have made and he didn't because he was worried about the guys that were surrounding him. And so I think that's something that, that Kerr is, is using new. That's new. That's something that they weren't doing before with Jokic. Um, but I also think the other thing is that the Warriors used a lot of speed last night. Okay, they did. They used a lot of speed last night. I mean, they were up and running down that court fast. And I think that's something that got him tired. By the time he got to the end of the third quarter, he was gassed. So, and I think that's something they're going to continue to try. Now, I got a feeling Denver's going to counter because Denver saw something last night. Okay. And that's with Gordon. Okay. They found out that Gordon can be a slasher for them because he's got a big body and he, he goes to the rack pretty hard. So I, I wouldn't be surprised in this game if they start using, you know, Gordon to Jokic as a decoy. I would not be surprised if I see that. And I, you're so right. Like, I think we all saw the same thing. Like, the Joker, man, that guy was huffing and puffing. By the third quarter, man, he was done. Because I saw him a couple plays. Like, he, instead of, you know, he's the rebounder. And I just saw him standing there, staring at the ball as it's hitting the rim. And I didn't see him move at all. Like, that guy was gassed. But uh, Draymond put a defensive clinic, man. That guy, you don't realize how important he is to that team. But, man, I think he the majority of the time he was on joke, Joker, man, and he, he, he frustrated him, and the double teams helped a lot. And, and like you said, Razor, making him run up and down the court, man, that guy, man, he, he just he looked a little tired for sure. But, hey, if that formula ain't broke, don't fix it, baby. Keep running until they can make those adjustments and, and, and see if they, you know, they do make the adjustments. Then maybe, you know, Steve Kerr might switch up the game plan, but until they can, keep running it. I'll tell you what the Joker needed. He needed some athletic greens. He needed to do what tons of people in America are doing these days. And they're hopping on that multivitamin train. And it's really, really important to choose a really high top quality multivitamin. So Joker, if you're out there, man, like you looked a little sluggish game one. And I'm not saying I want you to beat my Warriors, but what I am saying is like, I, maybe I can help you professionally. Maybe I can get you a little bit more so you have a little more legs in that third, fourth quarter. So, so Jokic, if you're out there, you're listening, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, everything you need to start your day right. Joker, listen. If your name is not Nikolai Jokic, ignore this ad. Joker, this is for you. I'm telling you, this special blend of ingredients will support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your recovery, your focus, your aging. Jokic, listen to this last benefit. Your energy is also a lifestyle friendly and fits a whole range of diets. 
So you don't have to do much into your diet. I know you're a professional athlete, but there's only one gram of sugar in this bad boy. There's no chemicals, no artificial, nothing. So I'm telling you, choker, I'm trying to help you, my man. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop a cup a day and water. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is offering you a deal and they're offering all of our listeners a deal. And they're going to give away a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and a free five travel pack with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash believe. B-L-E-A-V. I just want to give a disclaimer. I am not a medical professional. I did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. And these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But I'm telling you, Athletic Greens, Jokic, take ownership of your health. Let's get into the Giants. Uh, that's the longest ad read. I think that there's a full page, man. Um, I need some multivitamins just to get through that read. <laughs> but I, I do want to get into the Giants because they're doing what they did last year. They're playing great baseball. They're doing it their way. They are, more importantly than anything else, they're winning series. They may not be winning every single game, but they're winning every single series. And that's what they did last year. That's what got them to 107 wins. I am way more excited going into this year than I was last year. And the division that they're playing in currently is tougher than it was last year because, again, you have the Dodgers, the Padres. But I'm telling you, well, look out. The Colorado Rockies look tough this year. So you have a four-team race, Arizona Cardinals, See you later. Mad bum. Hate, hate to see you go, but dude, go to the loser pile. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks are going to be nothing like always, but it's going to be four teams. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, it's, it's, you, you look at the standings right now and who is, who is always, you know, on your back, tapping you, reminding you that they're there. The Los Angeles Dodgers, you know, they're tied right now. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that as the season goes on, we start to see a little burnout from them. You know, I mean, you win the, the you know, the, the MLB title, you know, and well, what do we know? There's 162 games. So um, at some point. Well, they haven't the, won a title yet. I'm sorry, what? The Dodgers haven't won a title yet. Oh, um, you talking about, okay. I'm, I was talking about they did win a title with the, with the. The bubble season don't count. <laughs> Everybody sorry, sorry, LA. Too. Everybody's well, been I'm saying sorry. that. The Lakers but, won. The Dodgers won. Don't count, man. I'm yeah. sorry. It's in the books, brother. It's yeah, it is in the books, though. That's the thing. They're gonna they're gonna count it. And but you and I both know you're right. It's probably an asterisk. But I'm just saying that that what do we know? We know that when you basically win a championship, physically it can wear on you. Yeah. Okay. The next season because you're still dealing with the same circumstances as far as time, as far as energy, as far as preparedness. As far as you know, going against you know really top-notch teams in the league, so I'm hoping we can see some burnout from that team. Um, I know Mookie Betts uh, had a had an injury to deal with, um, but but everybody else seems to be healthy. So 
Um, it's, it's, it's just incredible that they were even tied. I looked at it and I was like, my God, are you kidding me right now? There's a tie with us right now. But they, they do have a great team over there. They do. So, and we have a great team over here. Um, I really would love to see uh, Brandon Belt step up a little more. Um, El Capitan? I, what's that? He's El Capitan. He's the yeah, captain. I know. I know he's El Capitan, and I'm hoping late night uh, Lamont comes out of, out of uh, injury and can, can come in and, and contribute. But uh, but we are tied for first place, and we'll, we'll see as this this long stretch of uh, of uh, this year goes. Yeah, I mean, and, and for for having a short spring training, um, you know, Giants are coming out fast, man. And like I was telling Matt earlier in the shows, man, I, I don't know what Cap is feeding those boys in that water, but they just left off just where they started last year, you know. Um, and Dude, that, and I always told you, Matt, that pitching staff, those workhorses, at least the top three, whether it's Logan Webb, Carlos Rondon, and Alex Wood. Alex Wood. They're willing and dealing right now, and that's what's going to carry the Giants. And hopefully, the only thing that I worry about is Rondon, right? He has a little history of, you know, being injured, um, and maybe that's the reason why the White Sox left, but uh, let him go. But so far, I mean, the Giants are on the winning end of this deal because that, that boy, I think his ERA right now, it's only, I know it's only nine, ten, nine games, right? They're seven and two, um, 1.50. Logan Webb, 1.29. Alex Wood, 1.93. Those boys are willing and dealing, and that's going to be what's going to carry them. And if they're going to go to a World Series, they're going to make a deep run to the playoffs. Those guys stay healthy. Watch out, man. So I'll tell, tell you something, Albert, to your point, those pitching numbers are excellent. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Everybody is under two. Richard, Richard, they're in first place in the major leagues overall on ERA with 2.20. That's nuts. I said nuts. this a lot last year, and I know we're only nine games in, but I said this a lot last year. The San Francisco Giants last year led from almost out the gate to the end of the year with the best record in all of major league baseball last year. Okay. Nine games in they're the best record in all of major league baseball this year, power rankings for MLB teams. You know where the, the giants are top five, not even on the list. They're not even on the list, man. They're getting mad disrespect. Tampa Bay was on the list. Houston was on the list. The Dodgers were on the list. Uh, Giants were nowhere near it. The White Sox were on the list. Giants were nowhere near it. We're yeah, sniffing it, man. I completely agree. Fully disrespected. Because even, even, even the pitching staff that they have, with the numbers that I just mentioned, they're the sixth best in the league. Like, really? They have the Mets, the Brewers, the Blue Jays, the White Sox, and the Astros ahead of that pitching staff, which is ridiculous to me, man. But I think when it's all said and done, um, midway through the season, you'll see those they'll, they'll climb up and they'll be the top five for sure if they can keep this up. But I think the other thing is this, and, and Albert, I don't know how long you've been in the Bay Area, but um, I came to the San Francisco Bay Area in 1972, and I've been here ever since. And the one thing I've always noticed when it came to Bay Area teams is that they always did not receive a lot of the media coverage nationally unless they were dominating. That's yep. the only way they, that's the only way they would get national coverage if they dominated. Okay. Or if they won a title. 
Okay, that's just that's just been the norm. That's what I've, I've seen. Well, I um, tell you what, that's kind of flipped on its head because if you, if you I was listening to local radio and they were talking about how much hate, how much hate E forty gets as a rapper because all of the teams that he reps hard are dominant and good. And all these other rappers are jealous and hating on him because like, he's got the trifecta. He's got the Niners. He's got the Warriors. He's got the Giants. Like he's, he has that and he reps it hard. And like they were talking all the rappers in the game are pretty salty with E40 because he, he, ha- he lives in an area where we're fortunate enough and blessed enough to have good teams and successful teams and great organizations with uh, a wonderful history. Um, so we are, we are definitely blessed. Um, yeah, sometimes we get disrespected out here, um, you know, Silicon Valley Bay area. Um, but you know what, yo, uh, scoreboard, that's all I can say. Richard's point, man, like after coming at like 107 wins, you would think these guys would get more, more kudos for that, man. Like no respect on the giants, but you know, fluke. The Giants, man, they always go out there and prove everybody wrong. And that's what they do best, and they'll do it again this year. But, yeah, I completely agree, man. They're just so disrespectful. There's a lot of haters out there, man. Okay, so let me ask you, uh, Matt. We got a situation going on in San Francisco where Debo Samuel has taken down all his 49ers stuff off of Twitter, and he's not really happy with the organization because they haven't did a contract yet. And, you know – we saw what happened with, with who was it? Devontae Adams got his paycheck, and we already know Tyreek Hill's getting paid. Like, you know, and I can't think of the other guy that recently Stephon got Diggs paid. Got an extension. I'm sorry, who? Stephon Diggs. Yes, Stephon Diggs. There you go. Thank you. Um, so my question is, what do you pay Debo to make him happy and make him come back to San Francisco? Now, understand. Uh, oh, there was a guy, I can't think of his name right now, but he apparently is getting paid 72 mil right now. They just, they just signed him. And he and Debo's way better than that guy, okay? Um, now, people will say, well, you know what? Debo's not as good as Devontae, not as good as Stephon Biggs because he doesn't have the same numbers as far as receiving. But the way I see it is this, okay? He may not have those yards receiving, but it's the reason why is because of the way he was used, Okay. You got Debo had running back yards. Okay. You know, you, 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 you basically level that with his receiving yards. I think he's much more of a threat than those other two guys. Okay. Cause they can't run the football and Debo can't. So I'm thinking, Hey, you pay him off. All right. You go, you go 110 mil over four years and you tell him 72 million guaranteed. You're going to. OK, so so let me let me start with this. Scrubbing your social media of all affiliation with the team you're currently with, that is uh, this day's day and age's uh, way of throwing a fit. OK, okay. Uh, or or not. Maybe not throwing a fit. That may be harsh. This, that's this day's. That's the new norm. That's yeah. it's the new norm. That's how you negotiate. That's how you let uh, your team know. I am not happy. We saw Calamari, uh, Kyler Murray do that in Arizona recently because he was upset. Now, uh, you know, whatever the, their issue is, like they're, they're, they're justified to feel however they want to feel. 
Um, here, here's the issue I have. Uh, I did see a social media post from Debo talking about this situation and talking about, listen, guys, like, it's cool. You may not like my decision. You may not like what I'm doing. You may not like how I'm going about handling my business, but don't be like throwing death threats. Don't be throwing racial slurs at me. Like that's too far. Now that, that right there is, I want to draw the line there. Like that's too far. Like we should not be attacking this guy because he's trying to handle business. That's how you handle it these days, whether you like it or not, or agree with it or not is regardless. Like that's, that's how it's, being done in some situations okay um no no one deserves to have their life threatened over a game uh over you know contract negotiations that you're not involved in like nobody and none of you know none of the racial stuff like we don't need any of that okay with that said i am not paying that man 25 million dollars plus a year to do what he does currently for this team and i'm going to tell you why because you are not only you are investing $25 million into him to not only play wide receiver, but to also play running back. And the way they use him, you're not going to get a return on your investment because he's not going to be able to stay healthy enough for that $25 million to be worth it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But my whole deal is this. If that's the case, then don't use him as a running back. Thank okay. You. Albert, you heard that, didn't you? Yeah, I, and I, I completely. I was telling Matt the same thing. I said, listen, he's a team player. It's not his fault he's being utilized as a running back as well. So why are you going to fault him for that, right? If you're Kyle Shanahan, listen, if we're going to give you what you want, which is $25 million a year, which is a bargain compared to uh, Devontae Adams, who annually is going to make about $30 million a year. Tyreek Hill is making $30 million a year. Stephon Diggs is making like a little over $24 million. And listen, move him to full-time receiver. Um, but but the, the, my thing with him is that, listen, he's a dual threat. So not only do I believe he should be getting that money because these other receivers ain't doing what he's doing. Exactly. Had, he had all-purpose, over 1,700 yards, uh, just total yards. He had eight rushing TDs, ridiculous, six receiving TDs, 365 yards rushing. Man, you got to pay that man his money, trust me, because not being a first-round pick – um, there ain't no fifth-year option, and if you don't, the Jets are going to turn around and say, you know what, come over here and play with us. If we got, But make- this is no, nah, this is where you messed up. This is where you all are flawed in this right here, right? Because you're spitting, oh, pay that man his money. Let me read you his stats. Let me read you the back of his card. But you're reading me the back of his card based on being an all-purpose player, not a wide receiver. But you're saying, no, no, if that's the case, just keep him at wide receiver. Here's my point. Is he a $25 million receiver? Yes. Well, i tell you something. I, I think that if you want that question answered, then play him full-time at receiver. Thanks. See, that's the problem. If they would have played him at full-time at receiver, you would see more numbers from Debo. But, but see, the problem is they had, him, they, had him running, they had him running the football most of the time. Well, just receiving, he had 1,400 yards receiving. If you put him at full-time, he's easily getting 17. Maybe even 2,000. Thank you. Yeah, you don't know that, but because they're not usually using him full potential as a full-time receiver, you don't know that. But based on the numbers that he had last year, he had 1,400 yards, over 1,400 yards receiving. You put him at full-time, he's getting that. He's being, he's playing in, in the same stats that the big boys are. He had a game, I think it was against Seattle, 
They did a jet sweep on the left side. The DBs tried to come up. He did a cut, and he cut back and totally just, just shook that dude out of the shoes and took off for 45 yards. I thought, are you kidding me right now? This, on like that, you said. Yeah, on that play, on that play. Let me yeah. let me show you let me let me show you what that play would look like in 2022 when you're making 25 million. Jet sweep come around the corner, get blown up, torn ACL. And, you're, and I can understand your what you're saying because you're saying this based on the fact that what do we know? The NFL is stands for not for long, which means what? Whatever you did one year, the, the odds of you doing it the next year are probably slim and none. Look at Julio Jones. There. Look how look yeah, how yeah. They're just gonna sit there and watch tape, and they're gonna look at the tape, and then they're gonna know what to do when he when he is backfield in the backfield. I get that. But I am saying this much. If you have, okay, a star receiver like you do in Debro Samuel, and you don't use him as a receiver, but you got the man hobbling off of the, the field, okay, because he got hurt because you, you basically used him as a dual threat. It, to me, I'm like this. If I'm Debro Samuel, pay me, man. Pay me. This is a business. It's the NFL. You get to utilize me as you choose fit. And I'm, and I'm doing what you asked me to do. So contract negotiations are up. And guess what? You want me to do that again or increase my yardage out on, on the playing field? Pay me. Yeah, and to your point, Rich, I, I completely agree. Listen, this guy's about to make $4.9 this year. And so he goes out there and plays for that. And then he injures himself. Could be a season ending. Now you ain't getting no money from anybody. So like any player, they're trying to get paid as soon as they can and, and what the market dictates. And that Absolutely. Market- and I don't fault him for wanting to get, get money and get paid. I do not. Like, I mean, because he's not a $4 million receiver. No, he outplayed the contract. Right? So you're absolutely right. Like, I mean, he'd be taking a huge, like $20 million risk by playing this year at $4 million. So I get that. You're going to be used like that. You need more than 25 million then. <laughs> you know, you need to be paid as a top receiver and a running back. You but need to set, you should set the, the ceiling because there's nothing else like you out there in the NFL. But what he's asking 25 million compared to these other receivers, that's a bargain, man. <laughs> I don't know. It wait, just wait, scares me. You have, then you would potentially have $50 million on that field. $50 million hey. couldn't potentially not play between Jimmy Garoppolo and, and Debo if something happened where he got hurt. You would be $50 million deficit on your team well, because see, of those two players. What the Niners do. Debo, pay Debo now, right? Next year is, is Jimmy Garoppolo's year. He'll, he'll be done. If they, if they don't negotiate something different, he'll be completely gone. Then you'll have the cash space to turn around and get Nick Bosa done. That's um, something that needs to happen too. He, well, his brother, this is- his brother now is getting 30 mil a year with this new contract from the Chargers. And you know Nick Bosa is going to be asking for that type of money too. Okay, but this is, this is the whole thing though. The whole thing shouldn't really be contingent on the fact that um, you got two guys who are going to be making 50 million. Because if you don't do that, now you got two guys making what? 33 million? Which is which is it's less, but there's still a chance that they could get injured. So my whole deal is, hey, you know what? Pay the man, and and, and what you do is you do what you what you've been doing. You make sure you have those coaches and conditioning coaches work with him to make sure his body's in tip top shape because that's what your organization's supposed to do anyway. So my whole taking of this is this: 
if you got a happy employee, you got a productive employee. Okay. If Debo's happy, trust me, Debo will ball out. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he's not happy, Debo's gonna go, well, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll gas this one, you know. He's already gonna think- miss, he's already gonna miss some of the offseason practice because of the negotiation. So, you know, I mean, get that man in there as soon as you can, you know. And even if I know it's it's the, the contract talks are gonna, you know, they're gonna take their time with it and 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 Debo came out and said he understands. He's going to be patient. Um, he will miss some OTAs for sure until he gets paid. But listen, you don't want this guy missing any time. So if you can do it now, get him in, get, make him happy. And he, dude, dude's going to ball out regardless. So what do you think about Kyrie's return to Boston? Oh, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. The guy comes up, you know, he's like a comet, you know, he just strikes every six months. Um, there's something about Kyrie. <clears throat> Here, here's my thing. Um, amazing basketball player. Exceptional. Bat- probably like one of the, I mean, he, he, I put him in like AI category of, of basketball players, like just an Ball handling skills, scoring, great player, great player, terrible teammate, terrible person to have in your organization, terrible person to represent your league. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, you know, and again, like, I understand it. Fans may cross the line. They may do something crazy. They may chain themselves to the baskets, glue themselves to floors. They may do crazy things. I get that. Fans are nuts. They're crazy. You're a professional basketball player. You're making millions of dollars a year to play a game. Carry yourself a little better, you know, be a better teammate, you know, be a better leader. You know, you want people to look at you because of the stances you take for all these things. That's great. Be consistent with the rest of your life and be a a better leader because as a teammate, man, and that's why I think that, you know, KD, um, hitched his wagon to to the wrong train in my opinion in James Harden that failed and in Kyrie Irving Irving that's gonna fail I don't know what kind of backroom deals these guys do with each other but you know I I wouldn't be surprised if there was a ton of cannabis involved because decision making's not (laughs) Kyrie's he's not a team player man nowhere he's been has he been a team player well, I think the other thing that you have to consider is that, you know, there is a decorum and you're right that, that you want to, you want to basically uh, live by. So that way, you know, it, whatever you do or say doesn't take away from the focus of why you're there. The reason why you're there, as you said, you got to pay millions of dollars to play basketball. That's what you should be there doing only. Okay. Um, as far as your, your, your personal views and that thing, I wouldn't even put that into play because really the moment you start doing that, you start making your team, basically not even really to focus on why they're there. Okay. And, and so um, I also think that, that when it really comes down to it, I can understand why he may have, have allowed some of the things that they were saying, get underneath your skin. Cause I understand some of them were racial slurs. I mean, but the other thing is, is this, is that at the end of the day, the ticket holder has the right to say and heckle and do whatever they want from the, from the stands. They're going to do that. You can't stop it. Okay. If you're going to play professional basketball on that, on that, uh, on that uh, uh, stage, expect it, okay? That's why you're getting paid the money you're getting paid. It's because of that. Now, what he did afterwards, you know, with the gestures and the flipping of the bird and all that type of stuff, it's like, okay, 
Now you're no different than they are. Okay. You just, you just, they're bad, but you're bad too. Okay. So now you allow them to pull you out of character. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's, it's just bad mentally. Okay. Because um, now every time he goes to Boston, okay, Boston, what do they know? Relentless. Hey, Relentless. hey, hey we know how to get underneath your skin, Kyrie. We're going to do it every single time you come here. And so once again, you've allowed your professionalism to be taken away from something that you really love to do. Right, because I don't doubt that he loves the game with all that he – I mean, I really do think he does, and it does take away from the game. Sorry, Alberto. No, to both of your points, I completely agree. Like, dude, it's exceptional player. Dude is – he got game. Man, he's Jesus, he's Jesus Shuttleworth, man. He can do it all, right? But, but then him being a former Boston guy, going into that em- environment, what do you, you got to expect that these fans are going to hassle you. They're going to try to get under your skin – and you as a professional, you got to be like, like, I got to come in with the mindset knowing that I'm going to expect this from the fans and I'm not going to let them rattle me because all you're doing is giving those fans firepower, man. They already know what words to use to get under your skin. And I'm hoping it doesn't carry over and it doesn't get worse because do you think the NBA scene that he flipped the bird, he's going to get fined for that? Or, or is that something they're just going to let it slide? Because I don't think they will. No, I don't think I, I don't think they're going to find him. But to your point, Albert, Alberto, excuse me. I, I think that it is going to carry over. And I think it is going to get worse and worse and worse because it's kind of like if you if you know, OK, how to how to stir up the hornet's nest, then you're going to do it. OK. And the Boston fan base of the Celtics, they know how to get on your skin now. So they're not going to stop now simply because, you know, they're going to they're going to continue to do what they can to make his life miserable. And whoever he comes to, to Boston. Yeah, whatever words were said, there's like a discord or a chat room in Boston saying, hey, when Kyrie comes back, these are the trigger words. Say this, say this and this. Mm-hmm. And you will get the reaction that we got. Um, I mean, listen, these people are devious, like they're they're terrible, like, you know, and. I I've said this before, like the heckling, I am all I'm 100 percent for it. Hands down, like heckle the snot out of people. I like they get paid millions of dollars. They can handle it. Like then give their money back, you know, and go do something else. But there is a line. Um, There are certain things that like if you're if you don't have the cojones to say it to that man's face on the street, don't be screaming it from the crowd um hey, and, hey, hey and to your point i remember when they had the, the situation with uh with uh, lebron and what was his name the other guard that played for the Cavs that year uh the light-skinned guy apparently there was scuttlebutt that he had slept with his mom or whatever yeah, delante west delante yeah. west and man they lit lebron up man lebron yeah. couldn't he could he couldn't walk in that place without somebody saying something man it was just like <laughs> yeah and it's funny because you know, about the hecklers, man. If it was just basically one side of the court, maybe it was near near their bench. And now these, hey, man, this is what triggers Kyrie. He's going to get on both of the freaking ends of the courts now. He's going to yeah. not hit one side, but the other side as well. And then they're not going to let down at all, man. So, And that's I'll- part of the game. Like, and I'm good with it as long as you don't cross the line. And if they do cross, like if I, like you do hear stuff, yo, like it, it's up to the fans to hold that of those other fans accountable. Like, yo, 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 say what you want, but let's, let's chill out on that. Or let's chill, cool out on that. Or yo, like if you're that type of person, snitch them out to security. Like, yo, this dude's out down here talking mess, you know, or whatever. Um, I do expect the fans to, to hold the other fans accountable when it gets out of hand, but if it's just good old wholesome 
good old Hecklin. Hecklin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't rat nobody out. Join in on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's working. You you're there to get an advantage for your team, right? You are the 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 sixth man, right? You're the the like the Seahawks. They got the twelfth man, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not really that mighty anymore because the Seahawks stink. And, um, you know, and so you're, that's your job as a fan is to get in the head of the other players and cheer loud when they're shooting free throws and be ridiculous and be crazy. Um, but there's a line and then there is a line on the other end with, with the players, like, um, you know, gestures. Okay. But I've seen situations where these players are trying to hit fools, you know? Hey, Hey, Um, we all know what happened at, at, uh, at, at, uh, with the Indiana Pacers at Detroit that one year, somebody Palace in the Palace. Yeah, Palace in the Palace. For you know it, hey, somebody hit somebody. And what? Well, since we got players going up into the stands, dude, it was just like, man. And I tell you something, that's something that makes me a little bit more reserved when I'm at games. Okay, because you got to remember, man, these are not just athletes; these are powerful men. Okay, they can do they can, they can do some serious damage to you if they get their hands on you. It ain't gonna be pretty. And to your point, um, I, I've seen on certain occasions fans that do say stuff, whether they cross the line, whether it's racial slurs, I've seen them get kicked out of the game. Yeah. So if it's crossing the line, say something, grab the security, have that person get booted out of the game. And, 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 but you got to speak up too, you know? You got to get caught up in all that. Well, it's yeah. kind of back to your point, Alberto, is, is that they had, what was it? I guess they had a couple of fans got banned. Yeah, they, yeah they can't ever go back in there. Yeah, yep. Oh, them look, you can't ever come back in here again. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty intense. I, I never thought they could do that, but yeah. you know, um, they, it is their organization. At the end of the day, they decide who comes and sees and who don't. So, well, uh, it is their organization. At the end of the day, you're right. Uh, but that's that's the end of our day here. Uh, we we just we we just nailed this one. I mean, we went over, we went long, we went late. We had all kinds of stuff to talk. It was all good stuff, nothing bad. But if you tuned in, you tuned in to the Game Face podcast. Again, I'm Matt with Alberto and our special special guest from just like from the the OG sector of man, podcasting. Legend, baby. Richard. The man, the myth, the legend, Richard the Razor Ewing. Uh, thanks for joining us again, Richard. I really appreciate it, man. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. I had a great time. Alberto, you are the man, brother. Just oh, keep playing. Let's keep, do this more often. Whenever you can, brother, just reach out to Matt. I enjoyed having you on, man. Okay, man, just keep keep bringing up that rear, brother, because I'm telling you something. You got a good co-host in, in, in Alberto here, Matt. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. We're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it rolling for you, man. You started this thing. We'll never forget the history of where this all began, where it all came from. Uh, appreciate you and the shoe. Uh, shout out to you guys. Like I said, you all the OGs, man. We're just some young bucks trying to do it here on the Game Face podcast. We appreciate y'all. Uh, we love y'all. Uh, let's go, Warriors. Let's go, Dubs. Get it done. Oh, gold-blooded, uh, baby. Let's, let's get it done. Game Face podcast, we out. Adios. Peace. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.